Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. And now the fish fry has officially started here at Incarnate Word in Chesterfield. The crowd is building. We got people eating fish, including <clears throat> Sue Thomas, who oh. has dug in this afternoon. Okay, I've had the tilapia, delicious. Fried shrimp, love it. I'm saving the gumbo because I've been looking forward to it for so long that I'm just kind of sitting on it, already, looking at it, gazing upon me. it. Yeah, you gave lovingly. me a little tub of gumbo. Well, it's not a cup. It's more like a cup, and I'm going to try that for sure. But Chris Riley is here with the Knights of Columbus. This is uh, in current word Parish, but the Knights do um, all of the organization putting this together. Chris, first of all, thank you so much for having us. Thank you so much for guiding us into the parking lot so we weren't crushed <laughs> by the parents coming to the school and we didn't make anybody angry there. And we really appreciate being here, especially because we were so looking forward to it two weeks ago. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much, Mark. I mean, this is just such a, a, a great event that we all come together every year. We, are, we know it's going to happen every year. And, yeah, luckily you didn't get stormed by the kids in the parking lot, so we all got here safely. But uh, we really appreciate you being here. And sorry about the snow. I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. Uh, you know, that, that was just the weather gods to, blame, to be yeah. blamed. That was just a crazy day. And I it, think we, we absolutely was. made the right call to not come out that day because it caught us and everyone off guard. But you have a beautiful, Incarnate Word has a beautiful facility oh, here. Gosh. And yep. we're just kind of looking at the, uh, the folks gathering in the line. The fish has been cooking for a little bit. Tell us about this fish fry. Yeah, so this is a, um, a big event for the Knights of Columbus. We do a lot of fundraisers throughout the year. But this, we all come together, and there's... Four principles uh, at the at the Knights of Columbus, and the number one is charity. Everybody here knows that they're doing this for charity, and you have these fundraisers and golf tournaments and things of that nature. But when you bring the other principles, the the unity, the fraternity, and the patriotism, it's all in in these five events. It's fabulous because we all come together, and it's kind of a little reality TV show back in the kitchen. You know, <laughs> I bet got, it is. We got, we got Lisa with her gumbo. and her. This, this food is fantastic. You've got homemade macaroni and cheese. You've got family spaghetti sauce. I mean, you should get down here. It's, you know, we have online, too. STLfishfry.com is not an easy domain to get. But when we all come that, that's to... Pretty, that's pretty good. That's right. That's yeah. a good point. I'm glad it's, you said that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really great. But there's a, there's, there's a reason. We're not just here because we're bored on a Friday or we have some obligation. We're here because this is who we are. 
And when you live in the greatest country of the world, patriotism is fantastic. When you bring unity, you bring charity, and you bring fraternity together, that you're living in the United States of America. And we love doing this because everybody just comes together. And yes, do we get in arguments? Of course. You know, this is like the biggest Thanksgiving dinner you can imagine where you have 50 people all coming together to prepare. We're going to do probably 750 people today. Look, what you just said is so inspirational and so important, and I'm so happy you said it. And then philosophically, I don't like to drag, we just did a political roundtable, right? I don't want to drag politics into the next two hours. However, I would say this, and this is why I get involved in efforts too. Government can't do, well, they can't do very much at all. So if we don't have organizations like the Knights, if we don't yeah. have this spirit, this passion, then we're left with a lot less in this country, I think. And you just summed it up quite well, Chris Riley. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's wonderful because if you do this in all the communities and everyone does come together with some kind of unified vision and, and you actually are, are working towards some goal, you have a purpose. And everyone out there that is stuck, that can't you know, feed themselves or you've got dysfunctions, right. you've got fentanyl, you've got all these things that are causing big problems for teenagers and other folks. If you had a purpose to come together every week, you would show up. If you want to, if you want to work out in fitness, what's the best way to do it? Get pay a buddy. A, pay a trainer. Pay a trainer. Not just get a buddy. Pay a trainer because now you're paying money, and he or she is going to be there. Well, that's how I do it because I'm an appointment. <laughs> Sue, you know that. Yes, I'm an appointment person because if I don't have that appointment, I can sit on my couch very but, easily. But we need something to do. And that's why I love this, because I see all these guys. I don't get to see all these guys all year long. And I just see them, and they're in the kitchen. And the guys that are coming in that are dishwashers, and I know what they do for a living. They're doctors, and they're washing dishes. And it's just awesome. It's yeah, really cool. great. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to just see everybody come together. And it's not just that the food is really good. It's that the food is good, the camaraderie is good, but it's the unity. The patrons, the, the church employees... You're going you're gonna to see Father Schneider here. I mean, it's really just a neat environment, and it just boosts your spirit. It really does. I can feel it. You're, yep. you're spreading the love here, Chris Riley. Thank you so much for having us, and um, we're going to be here for the next couple hours until 6 o'clock. We have Congresswoman Ann Wagner swinging by, our friend Brad Young, who is our legal analyst here on 97.1 FM Talk. He also fills in from time to time. Fred's got him set up for the 5 o'clock hour. But, Chris, thank you. We're going to enjoy the fish. The line is building. Come see us yeah. in Chesterfield this afternoon. Sue has to do Sue's news here. Let's do this. These allegations are deeply concerning. Does the president have any comment? We're not going to comment. It's not clear messaging. No, 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 no. And now, Sue's News. Sponsored by Mr. Appliance. Speedy expert service. MrAppliance.com. Okay, here's where I went wrong. I forgot to ask Abby to bring me the bell. Oh. <laughs> so I don't have the bell. I just want to say that up front. Okay, Fred, it's National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. Oh, See, ding, 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 ding. Very good. <laughs> Are you a peanut butter lover? Oh, big one. Jiffy uh, sugar-free. Jiffy sugar-free? Yeah. I've never tried that. Mark. Well, is that the same as, because I do Jiffy natural. Is that the same thing? Yeah. I think the same it's a little thing? bit different. It's really? Different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Isn't the natural all gloopy? Yeah, no, here's the like deal. Stuff no, on the that's top. hard to spray. Okay. Well, let me explain something to you. This is what I discovered. If you get the Smuckers, um, which, by the way, the company Smuckers makes the, both. But if yeah. you get the Smuckers, yeah, then it's got the, you got to mix uh -huh, it up and see what. Uh -huh. If you go with the Jif natural, it's just as creamy as the other stuff. So I go with the Jif natural. Jif huh. natural. Yeah, Jif natural. No sugar, Fred. Uh -huh. I didn't know 
that, that means I'm going to eat it. Abby, I don't know if it's uh, no sugar, but it's the natural. I might have yeah. to go for the Fred's. <laughs> I think I just eat the normal, plain old Jeff. You like Jeff? Yeah. Well, that's what choosy mothers choose. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly so, right. Thank you, Ethan. Abby, thank do you, you even for know that. that reference? Do you uh -huh. know that reference? Very vaguely. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. yeah well, I did hear the bell. bell. Hey, I appreciate yeah. that, Ethan. <laughs> uh, we have, of course, it's the first day of March, and we always do what to look forward to in March. Daylight saving time starts not this Sunday, but next. Next Sunday, I know. That's right. Great. March the 10th is uh, uh, daylight saving. So you lose an hour of sleep, but you can stay out later. It's that sort of thing. I'm very excited about that. And, uh, you know, uh, that's been on my radar for weeks because um, my daughter turns nine a week from today. So when we were pointed toward her birthday weekend, big sleepover next weekend. By the oh. way, Fred, I'm staying at your house next Saturday night. <laughs> on better tell Marie. All right, I will. I'm getting the heck out of Dodge, right? Uh, but... That, that's been on my radar for that weekend, and I looked it up. I'm like, when when do we spring forward? I was surprised that we do it that early, but yes, I know. next Sunday. I always thought, I don't know why I thought it would be later, but it is. The Oscars are going down March 10th. March Madness begins on Tuesday, March 19th. That's the men's tournament championship game that will be on April the 8th, but the whole tournament begins. Get your bracket by March 19th. Abby is so pumped about <laughs> uh -huh. her brackets. She's been I filling them out wait. already. I know. We Sometimes we just fill those out. I mean, I don't know anything either, Abby. And sometimes you can do pretty well. I think, didn't we last year fill them out and then we forgot to check them? We yes, did. Yeah. we did. I tell or, you why, because Mark didn't do well. Well, I think <laughs> that might have been part of it. I also, I think, accidentally threw one of them out you know, because I had him in the studio uh, because we were matching right. them up and then I yeah. threw it yeah. out with all the stack one day. So Yeah, <laughs> now that could happen. Uh, Major League Baseball opening day is March 28th. All 30 teams are playing on that day. Uh, in movies, of course, well, he's going to talk about this later. Paul Hall, Dune 2 opens in theaters today. But Kung Fu Panda the 4th, okay, I guess it's just Kung Fu Panda 4, arrives March 8th. Godzilla versus Kong, the new empire. Why, why, why? <laughs> That's a good question. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, why? I feel bad for both of them. I don't like watching those. Anyway, that comes out March 29th. And how is how did we let this happen? Roadhouse has been remade. We talked about Roadhouse being remade. Is it about to come out? Yes, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. What? Right. You okay. remember having that discussion? You might have been yes, out when we talked maybe about I, it. Uh, well, uh, how are you going to beat Patrick Swayze and the, the cheesiness of that original movie? Anyway, this thing have comes out. Have you seen Jake Gyllenhaal's abs, Sue? That's no. how you're going to do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tough it through. That's March the 21st. On TV, season 11 of The Masked Singer on March 6th. Okay, here's what I didn't know. The game show Password is coming to NBC on March 12th. Have you ever? Are you a password person, Fred? Not any. Not since like fifth grade. Right. I didn't yeah, know that yeah, was exactly. a thing. I had no idea. Not but since it, Alan. Ludden. Alan Woolen. Alan Ludden. Well, Alan he was Ludden's. married to uh, Betty White. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh. He's been gone a while, Fred. I hate to. <laughs> and season 20, because we were talking about this last night. Season 20 of Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Season 20. That's I crazy. I cannot believe that. I really can't yeah. because. I remember in, um, in not really the early days of Twitter, but let's say 10 years ago, like 2013, yes. 2014, I remember tweeting something like, I would see that that show was renewed, and I was so stunned. And I, and I would say something like, in other news, Grey's Anatomy is still around. And that was 10 years ago. I know. I, still know it. I know. I, uh, whatever, but okay. And, of course, the holidays. We've got St. Patrick's Day the 17th. It's on a Sunday this year. Easter is March 31st. We were talking about that. We didn't know when it was. It is indeed March 31st. There's also National Cereal Day on March 7th, Pie Day, Corn Dog Day on the 16th, 
National Puppy Day for the 23rd. And uh, I thought of Fred for this one. March 25th, International Waffle Day. Oh, good. Okay, Fred sent me pictures of waffles when his boys were in town, and I thought they were Eggo waffles that oh. he was just putting in the... No, he makes them. That's how perfect got a they iron. are. I've got a, yeah, a, waffle a, waffle, a, mini, a mini waffle iron, so I can oh, okay. churn out like 30 of them. By the way, and I got they, another date for you there. Right, what is it? March 27th. Yeah. Judy Reardon's birthday. Judy Reardon! Oh, I would hit the bell here, Ethan, for Judy Reardon. <laughs> and my, maybe. Thank you. Thank you, Ethan. tomorrow. My, my sister Leslie up in Chicago. But yeah, my, my mom. And I always remember my mom's birthday. It's the same day as our uh, colleague and fellow Hall of Famer Fred Carroll Daniels' birthday is on the right. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. yep. Fred, you're sometime this month, aren't you? When's oh, yours? his is on uh, the 12th or 13th, right? Uh, the 11th. I knew it was one of those. Uh -huh. Believe it or not, I have it written down, Fred. Okay. <laughs> Great. I do too. Great. I don't know why. And I have I an alarm that. that's going to tell me two days before so I don't forget. And I'll still forget. Yes, you will. <laughs> and, and will Jane bring me a bag of junk from I her home? So. I, I hope certainly so. Wait a hope second. So. I don't know if I've done the uh, the recon on what, what day of the week is that. Look it up. I bet it's a Monday. It says... The first night of Ramadan and Fred's birthday. <laughs> I, have, I have both of those. And it's the day after, yeah, it's the day after daylight saving time. That's great. Yep. The booth from the season finale of The Sopranos is being sold on eBay. Did you know I this? I see that. Well, that was, you know, that's a controversial uh -huh. ending to that show, but I remember the booth because yes. the Journey songs started playing right there, right? <laughs> that's right. It's from a real New Jersey restaurant called Holston's. And if you buy this thing, you get both the seats you get the table, you get the divider wall. You, there's, it comes with a plaque, too, that says reserved for the Sopranos family. Hmm. It's for sale because the restaurant is redecorating. And they thought, man, we could get some cash for this. Fred, yeah, are you going to put guess. this in the garage? <laughs> I'm just, why would they depart with it? That's it, the that, thing. I just think for that's money, why. I guess. I guess probably rehab money. Wow. Probably. That's going to make a cool addition to someone's basement. Uh, it is. If you're yeah, a serious Sopranos yeah. fan, get in there. The auction ends on Monday. It's somewhere on eBay. The price uh, this morning when I looked at it was about sixty-three grand. Um, I'm sure it's gone up as people talk about it today. Also, they will not ship it. You have oh, to get man. out there, load it into your own vehicle, and take it home. You know, I'm, I'm not a bit. Sometimes these things are so goofy, but I can see if you've got a cool house and all of a sudden you bring, right. you know, a party. Downey said, that's where the Sopranos finale took. Well, that, uh -huh. I, mean, I don't know what that's worth, but if, if I was a person of means, it might be something I would be interested uh -huh. in. I agree. Fred, would you have that or not? Are you just not a Sopranos, or is it too big? What's the? Fred likes to collect. Yeah, I, you know, I, I would just because it's collectible, but I'm more of a sports collectible yeah, guy or yeah. Gilligan's Island stuff. <laughs> I know. How much Gilligan's Island stuff do you have? Do you have like a corner of the garage? Do you have a Biden amount of documents? <laughs> or do you have, you know, what no, is the size? It's, it's all manageable. It's okay. a box, maybe. Well, that's not five that or, bad. Five or six books. Yeah, that's not stuff that like bad. Stuff like that. Uh, somebody has asked the experts to name weird ways you burn calories or lose weight. Okay, this came to be today because Oprah backed out of uh, Weight Watchers because she's just taken drug, the Ozepic thing. Yeah. And uh, I thought, well, how can we do it without drugs, people? All right, here are the easiest way to burn calories. Number one, you're going to love it. Sleep more. Oh, fantastic. Getting enough sleep gets you kind of balanced, and uh, you should be fine. And it helps you cut calories because you're in bed. Okay. Yeah. Do some deep breathing before you eat. I can't picture Mark doing this, but it, it did show up. When you're in flight or flight mode, fight or flight, I put flight or flight, which yeah. is not right. <laughs> Uh, your body wants to store calories instead of burning them. So a few deep breaths before dinner can calm you down 
and prevent that, and you will eat a little less. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. okay. I need to do that now. My, okay. my start. <laughs> yeah. Sue, it's funny because my daughter keeps yelling at me. She and she's really good at this. They they teach them tools that maybe I should have been taught when I was in you know third grade. Mindfulness and there's uh. like an app for it. And she's she can calm herself down. She does breathing. That's and great. She, it is actually really impressive. Yes. Something I would never do, but I was really yes. impressed that she did it for sure. <laughs> well, if you tried, see that would be a supportive father. You could she, try that. No, she yells at me. Some daddy. You need to do mindfulness, Daddy, right now. <laughs> Take a breath. And she, you know what? We can, uh, she's right. We yeah. can start telling him that as well. Don't skip your chores. Vacuuming for 30 minutes could burn 100 calories or more. Mowing the lawn, Fred, could burn 200. Yeah, I count on that. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a major part of my workout. Instead of uh, thinking it's the of, only part of my workout. It's uh, something you have to do. Look forward to them as an extra workout out. Or I do this pace when you're on the phone. Oh, It'll yeah. burn off a little something. Really? It's better than nothing. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm there with you. I, I do the vacuuming, so I'm going to take that 100 calories. Uh, I would, too. <laughs> Sue's News brought to you by Mr. Appliance, speedy expert service. Go to MrAppliance.com because they are nice enough to support us. And finally, in Sue's News, we have uh, today's random fact. Okay, see, I'm afraid this might only be me that finds this interesting, but here we go. We're going to find out. we got a crowd here okay. to vote on this, too. Oh, great. That's terrific. Congaree National Park in South Carolina has one of the largest concentrations of champion trees in the world. Now, champion trees are the tallest known examples of a species, and they have 15 of them. Wow. So when you're looking at national parks, which is a thing now, Think about Congaree National Park in South Carolina, where you could see 15 champion trees. And that's it for Sue's News. They're the tallest of the species, Mark. I just learned that. That uh-huh. is phenomenal uh-huh. fact uh-huh. of the uh, random fact here on Sue's News. I appreciate it. We're live at Incarnate Word Parish in Chesterfield. The Knights of Columbus putting on a fantastic fish fry. Sue has sampled many of the offerings. You still have time to come out here. We have Congresswoman Ann Wagner stopping by for a visit in the next hour. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Paul Hall on entertainment. Hey, I see a guy that we work with in the morning here, too. Oh, my gosh. It's Mark Cox. I see him right there. He might jump on the mic, too. We'll see if we can coax him. It's all coming up. Hang in there. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 
All right, welcome back. We are live at Fish Fry Friday, the Mark Reardon Show, taking the show on the road. We were supposed to be here a couple of weeks ago. It snowed. I mean, we remember that was all in the forecast. It, we got just as much snow as everyone thought we would, but then we still had to cancel. <laughs> Sue is here, Abby, Fred, the whole gang, and um, we're going to have Paul Hall on Entertainment and Kusumano this hour, but we have a visit from the legendary Mark Cox, who has stopped by for some fish and from some fry. From, for both, right? For, fish for and both. fry. Yeah, it's delicious, too. Thank you. Sue's like, you coming to the fish fry? I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's close to home. I might have to stop by. Come hey, on down. while I have you here, not to bring the mood down, but this is breaking <laughs> right now, and I just wanted to get your reaction. And I, I don't really understand the motivation here out just preferential treatment. So um, Andy Reid's son, Britt Reid, is uh, a guy that was convicted of a drunk driving crash from a couple of seasons ago severely injuring a five-year-old kid, right? It was after, I, I'm not so sure it wasn't even after the first Super Bowl. I think it was wanted. after the Super Bowl oh. that So that happened. he was mm -hmm. sentenced to three years in prison for that, and Governor Parson today commuted that sentence. Now, there are limitations here. There's house arrest, et cetera. We know he's got a Kansas City Chiefs uh, tattoo, and we know he has close ties to Kansas City and the Chiefs, but wow. That, that just seemed, now he's not up for re-election. So you do something like this, Mark, when you're not up for re-election. I, I think that's a little bit questionable here on the part of the governor. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to know what the motivation was that he's decided, well, that's punishment enough. How, long, how much time did he serve, did it say? I think it's just a year and a half because oh, wow. it would have been 22 is when he was sentenced. So something tells me we might hear from the victim's family. Yeah. Oh, oh. I think so, too. Anyway, that's just breaking, like I said, mm. here this afternoon. Uh, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great. I walk in a minute ago. Somebody mistook me for Hall of Famer Fred Bottomer. Oh, my and gosh. I, that, Where's that my is, I'm telling you. Did isn't you that cool? With it? Did you roll I just with it? I did it first, yeah. and then I'm like, well, I'm not that cool. He's sitting <laughs> over there. <laughs> Um, were you paying attention to some of the Fonnie Willis stuff? I, I texted Phil Holloway and asked him if there was going to be any ruling today by the judge. He said no. But, you know, this thing got really interesting with the, um, with the text messages that were revealed. I find it hard to believe that the judge is not going to disqualify. Now, whether he tosses the case, I don't know. But it, it's interesting, and we'll have to wait until next week, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we, we refer to her as Phony Willis on my show. <laughs> and watching that testimony the other day, I don't know how that judge could look at this case and not disqualify her and and I think it might have been I'm trying to remember if it was uh, Hans von Spakovsky somebody we had on I believe from Heritage who said here's the interesting thing if that happens they, they're not going to leave it in that jurisdiction they're going to move it to another county right at which right. point a new prosecutor yeah. elected prosecutor would have to make that decision if they move it outside of that county that's a crapshoot somebody could just look at that and say I'm not touching right. this. I'm Which dropping it. Why it might go away. So right. when I was watching some of this earlier, and then I left, I got in the car, and I'm listening to it on Fox, and I texted Phil Holloway. I said, I can't remember the guy's name. I go, is it just me, or is this DA, the guy that was arguing for Fonny, yeah. not the sharpest in the drawer? <laughs> Phil's response was, not just you, he's an idiot. And I think that was confirmed. <laughs> I just don't think he would. You know, just as an outsider, I'm not even kind of issuing legal opinion on this, but you can just kind of hear the, the tone of the arguments and how it's going. And the judge, I think, has been extremely fair. Scott McAfee, by the way, he's got a good radio voice, that guy. Okay. If you listen to him, yeah, he's oh, got yeah. a good voice. Yeah. So thank you for coming by. We're going to visit with Paul here on Entertainment and Cusimano, yeah. but enjoy the fish. Have you tried the gumbo? Sue set some aside for me. It's quite tasty. I, I have not, but there's an extra cup of it over there, and I'm uh -huh. going there next. Okay. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, thank you, Fred Bottomer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, Mark. Hey, <laughs> I'll take Hall of Fame shade any day of the week. Heck you yeah. know what I'm saying? All right, hey, good to see you, Mark. Absolutely. We We don't Thank see you. each other. We, I think we saw each other twice in the last two weeks because we had a meeting that we both had to be at, right? Right. That rarely happens. And I showed up late. 
Yeah, that was chronicled. I know. That I know was chronicled online for the world to see. All right, 432, <laughs> Mr. Paul Hall is here to visit with us on some entertainment stuff this afternoon. Let's start, Ethan, let's roll that clip from Dune 2, which opens today. Or we can just say hi to Paul, whichever we're ready for. Okay. Paul, are you there? I'm here. <laughs> Ethan can tell I'm me always here for, for you, Mark. I should what, have given him a little uh, heads up on that. Ethan, are we ready for the bite? Let's play the bite. In the shadows of Arrakis lie many secrets. But the darkest of them all may remain. The end of House Atreides. Your father didn't believe in revenge. What if Paul Atreides were still alive? Well, I'm hearing good buzz about Dune 2. What say ye, Paul Hall? As you should hear good buzz around Dune 2. Dune Part 2 is going to pick up uh, pretty much where the first one left off. Now, here's my first little bit of warning for those of you who want to go see this. Make sure you've seen the first one. Uh, I took my daughter, who hasn't seen the first one. She was a little confused as we get going. We bring uh, right, okay. Timothy Chalamet and all on, and yeah, you can see it uh, on Max. It's over at Max right now, so you can go ahead and check that out if you missed it. But then Denis Villeneuve's Bill Noob's uh, new effort here, Dune Part 2, is, is a visually stunning piece that begs to be seen by everyone on the biggest screen possible. Get out to, to Ronnie's on the IMAX or go downtown, see it at the Omnimax or a super screen. You, you need to see this as big, big and bold as you can with the sound as big and bold as you can because if you're a fan of this series, this is about more than just the storytelling it's about a visual, and it's about a transforming you to a different uh, environment, uh, shall we say. Great performances from Chalamet, Zendaya as well. What is this about? I see Dune. I'm not, I have not watched the first one. Can you tell me what's it about? Well, I mean, the first about? one that he's referring to here would be the one that came out in 2021. But, of course, yes. this goes back to the, the original in the 1980s, right? Paul, yeah, you, you don't want to definitely. I, I'm not telling you to go back and see that. No. Right. <laughs> By any means. Explain, but, explain the, yeah, the storyline. What, 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 what what for those people who Dune has eluded them, explain the story a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You compare it kind of to, uh, I think the easiest way to compare it to is like any of our sci fi films, like a Star Trek or a Star Wars. It's a galaxy uh, that there's a fight over a, a certain drug called Spice. And the people that control Spice control the power. And it's about a power struggle between competing. Um, races of individuals from different planetary systems, different planets that try to control the spice and control the power because then the people are under them. Dune 2 deals with a lot of the battle that goes on between warring factions as they're trying to move in on each other's territory and, again, acquire more of that. Uh, and so it's that whole it's, – it's a kind of a, a theme that's run through, you know, war movies, uh, military movies throughout the years. It's the same type of thing, uh, whether it's that or whether it's a gangland movie. Uh, if you control the, the, the commodity, in this case, Spice, you control yeah. the power. Yeah, I'm not, Weird creatures, uh, too. That, you know, like don't deal, but here's what I would say about this. This director, Dennis Villeneuve, has quietly built um, kind of an amazing oh, man. with some films when you go back. And I, I guess I would start with just Prisoners, which was pretty good from about 10 years ago. But he did Blade Runner. Um, he did uh, Sicario. He did Arrival. I thought that was a decent movie. Obviously, the first Dune. So it's a guy that's got a, a very good building reputation for doing big films and visuals like this so I, I like to hear you say see this one in the theaters especially two hours and 49 minutes Paul 
I sat and I was in, I was intense and, and totally invested in what was going on on screen. Now, granted, I, I'm going to lay this caveat on there. I saw the first one and I enjoyed it. I was, you know, all in on it. I, I'm just not going to tell you if you haven't jumped in yet, go see part two before you've seen part one. All right. Awesome. What else you got this weekend? Let's hit, let's hit the Netflix, shall we? Because some of us are going to stay home. Adam Sandler has a new kind of a, a big, bold movie called Spaceman that's premiering where he stars alongside Carrie Mulligan. I love Carrie Mulligan. We don't have any more bites, so let's just talk about this one. Tell me about it. Sure. Let's, let's tell you about it. He plays a guy from the Czech Republic that's on a journey to Jupiter, and he's uh, halfway across the, the universe trying to cope with life without his wife, who's uh, Carrie Mulligan. Well, Mulligan is in the process of A, being pregnant, and B, trying to leave him. Uh, but uh, space agencies may keep that information from the two. Uh, here's my deal with this one. I really wanted more here. This was a tale that just didn't work for me. The accents didn't work. Uh, th- some of the things that went on, they weren't explained very well. Is it a good movie? Barely. I, I, I mean, it would be one of those movies that if you want to invest some time with it, uh, Sandler can do this work, this this type of quiet uh, character introspective. You have to watch as it develops to see what really is at the motivation of this uh, creature voiced by Paul Dano that comes on board. But I, I was not a huge fan of Spaceman. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather go see Dune again. I think we're 0 for 2 for Sue. Let's see if we can. Are we going to go 0 <laughs> yep. for 3? All right, I got a couple other that you've listed here American Conspiracy and the Octopus, octopus Murder. Oh, the those? Octopus one. Right, let's uh, talk about that one. Intrigues me. Again, you know, and I'm, I'm going to throw a little cold water on this one as well because I feel like this one uh, is, is like a lot of docuseries where they just are way too long and they throw too much time trying to develop something. Really, even throughout the whole first episode, I, I love the nuggets they throw at you, but. It just didn't feel like I wanted to know what happened next. Uh, and so that's a bad this? thing. Is this, is this another... So it's a real thing. Yeah, this is a docu-series, yeah. essentially, The Octopus Murders? Yeah, this this is ripped from uh, early 90s. Uh, it was about the, the Inslaw uh, computer firm that the NSA, the FBI, the CIA... I may be in trouble just for talking about it here, according to kind of what goes on here, that anyone who says people's names is in trouble. But, you know... You've got to you've got to make me want to know what happens next. I don't quite remember the story. Uh, I was I was uh, you know knee high to a grasshopper quite at, at early ninety, um, but uh, you know you got to give me more. It's a mysterious murder of a reporter, and we know when reporters are investigating, no matter who they are and what they're investigating, just it doesn't matter what party or anything affiliations are involved. When one goes missing or one dies mysterious under mysterious circumstances it's always going to generate a lot of interest uh i i sometimes wonder though how long how it takes this long to come out unless maybe there is some truth to not wanting to reveal certain things does the octopus just mean the different legs different paths it takes you down i mean or is there an octopus because that's it for a state yeah, no, it's, it's the different tentacles that, of, of government, yes. shall we say. I mean, you've, you've never talked about government on the show, have you? Uh, I mean, yeah. I that, that it's, my opinion on, on these, there's just so many, and we've seen s- several of them that I think have been really exceptional. 
little stories from communities all over the country. Yeah. You talk about a journalist that was killed, Ken Heidholt, who is a guy that worked for the Columbia Daily Tribune, who was brutally murdered, and then that case became somewhat popular because the two kids that ended up going to prison for it, one of them said he had a dream and he was convicted and then um, found not guilty, well, he was found guilty by a jury, but then he was exonerated eventually. That became a fascinating case just because of the circumstances in Colombia. But my point of that is, and by the way, I still think those kids are guilty. That's just a little side note there. There's so many little crime stories from yeah. across the last few decades where we didn't have the Internet that mm. didn't get blasted well, out. that's a good That point. still make great material yeah. that some yeah, people. Yeah. And, you know, th these are stories that I'm guessing on this one, you have some video, you have some audio, you mm. have people that are still around. So they that's put these point. crime, you know, the real crime series are pretty compelling because of that, Paul. Anything else you got before we get to Kusumano this afternoon? Yeah, I'd like, I just, you know, I like that. I didn't love it, but I did like it. I'm going to give you one I did like, the completely made-up adventures of Hick Turpin over on Apple TV+. Plus. This is very funny. If you're a fan of Monty Python, if you're a fan of British humor in that vein, you have to check this out. These are half-hour episodes. There's two up now. There's going to be one new one a week for the rest of this month, and it's funny. I laughed out I loud watching name. this. Yeah, the completely awesome. made-up adventures of Dick Turpin. And I don't know anybody yep. involved in this. Noel Fielding is Dick Turpin. And it, it looks funny. He was I'm over. Gonna tell you. I'm gonna, just by the look of the box or the, the little slide here that I'm looking at <laughs> on IMDb, it looks really entertaining, actually. Yeah, Hugh Bonneville's there. Uh, Dick Turpin, or uh, Noel Fielding, is a great British bake-off. If you ever were a fan of that, yes, you, I you love will know it. him. Yes, I know him. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Oh, it looks like Yeah, Tamsin you will like this. That, and I like Tamsin quite a bit. She was in that show with... Um, were, what's his name, played himself from France. We're, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc, yeah. yeah. I like that. All right, Paul, <laughs> tell folks where they can find your reviews. Simplecomicguy.com. When do you see Kung Fu Panda 4? I'm going to see it with Alexa on Tuesday night. I cannot wait. I do like that series of movies. Not yet. I don't have a date on when I get to see it yet. I do have something I'm going to see this weekend that we can talk about in about two and a half weeks. So, we'll, uh, you know, right. some things are coming. Have a good weekend. We'll talk next Friday. We're coming back with more Kusumanos coming up next, 97.1 FM Talk. Hey, Sue, I don't know if you know this. I got quoted in our local paper today. I actually think I got quoted accurately, which is kind of unusual. I've been quoted by newspapers for um, many, many times over the course of my career. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times because I, I usually, when, if I'm being interviewed by a newspaper person, I tend to record it just because I want to see how the huh. quote turns out. You are smart. Well, they don't ever quote you right, but actually I'll give Dan Caesar some credit because he was Seriously. writing about Bob Costas this morning and his comments about Trump supporters, et cetera. And I actually think that he, he quoted, he says, Mark Reardon has a talk show on KFTK 97.1 FM, a politically conservative content station owned by Odyssey, as is KMOX. After pointing out Monday that he certainly doesn't endorse everything Trump does, Reardon said Costas's critiques alienate the more than 70 million people who voted for him in the last election. Working Here's my quote. This was me. I okay. said this. And I'm going to agree that I said it, I think. Yeah. Okay. Working class people, this is what I don't think Bob Costas understands. Maybe Bob should take a little bit more time or spend a little bit more time doing homework here in Missouri instead of New York or wherever he might be. And then I go on and I say something really brilliant. But, yeah, they actually <laughs> quoted me accurately. That's and good. And, you know, look, Bob has been good to us. He's part he of has. our radio family. Some people might not have the, um, 
the comprehension of that. Right. But because of Cam Wex and because of the history, he's we we are aware that we do not agree politically. Okay. He's always been good to me with Cardinal Glenn. I, I cannot agree with him, disagree with him more on this particular issue. I think he's so wrong. I'd love to have a civil conversation with him at some point. I don't expect that that will happen. Let's talk to Frank Cusimano and get off politics and talk sports this afternoon. By the way, Congresswoman Ann Wagner on that topic of politics just stepped into the room. She's going to join us she live did. after 5 o'clock. Frank, how are you this afternoon? Good to be with you, Mark. Hope you're doing well. What in the world is going on in the world of the St. Louis Blues? Because it doesn't seem like the last couple of weeks have gone very well. No, it hasn't. And um, they are slowly fading for that final playoff spot. There's still time to get back in it, but it's a big game tomorrow against Minnesota at 5 o'clock. But it's just a case of they've done the best they can. Uh, I, I just think that in the end it's about talent, and they have a lack of talent. Now, could Jordan Bennington get smoking hot here and get them going again? Yes. But the trade deadline is March 8th, and if they are slumping into that deadline, I would not be surprised if some big names are moved, including Pavel Buchnevich, who may be their most complete player. It just wow. seemed so promising a couple of weeks ago. You know, they had, I think at one point, what was it, like five of seven they had won, and they come out of the break and they stumble, and then they stumble again. They get that one game a week and a half ago where they score multiple goals, but then it just hasn't gone well since then. So uh, it's a season, I think, that many people had anticipated, though, Frank, if we're being honest. Yeah, and the scary thing, Mark, is if they move Buchnevich, we may be in the exact same situation next year at this time because the hope of the franchise is probably not ready for next year. The Snuggerudes, the uh, Dalibor Dvorskis, they're not going to be ready. So, I mean, I, I don't know where the light is at the end of the tunnel, at least in the near future. I still like their long-term future, but we could be in the same situation next year. Give me some good news out of Jupiter. I mean, when we talked on Monday, they were just kind of getting going with games down there. Are we seeing anything that we can assess effectively at this point from spring training, Frank? Um, not a whole lot, but I will say this. Alec Burleson, um, after they acquired Brandon Crawford, his job became in peril, and Alec Burleson had two hits today. He's hitting 545. That final roster spot may come down to Burleson, who really can rake, and Matt Carpenter, who's yet to hit down there. So that's, that's like the only big, I think, job you know, battle going on right now. Um, keep an eye on this name. His name is Gordon Graceffo. He is a former first-round draft choice. He looks, out of cent looks, looks like he's out of central casting to be a big league starter. Today against the Mets, he went two scoreless. I really like his future. But not a whole lot of things going on. Oh, one other moment. On yesterday, Mason Wynn had a play that was part Ozzie Smith and part Sean Dunstan. The hand-eye coordination of Ozzie and the Dunstan rocket arm. I'm telling you, this kid is a star in the making. I've never seen a shortstop throw a ball like this guy. I wow, love that. I that's love awesome. That. Yeah, what, by the way, and I don't know that we, we talked about this uh, earlier. What did you think? Maybe we did on Monday, but the Brandon Crawford signing became official. That's not, you know, the biggest piece of the puzzle, but a little bit of a, 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 an addition to, you know, kind of dance around these injuries with Tommy Edmonds. I kind of like it because I've always liked him as a player, Frank. Yeah, they had to do it because Tommy Edmonds not going to be ready opening day, and there's nobody in the organization who can play shortstop behind Mason Wynn. And keep in mind, two years ago, Brandon Crawford was sixth in the MVP balloting. I mean, this is a guy, four gold gloves, three all-star games, two World Series titles. He is a winner. Now, the problem is he's never sat. And they let him know when he signed, hey, we are bringing you in to be Mason Wynn's backup. 
but maybe a play, you know, one and a half times a week at short, maybe a DH. He's a good player, and I'm glad they pick him up. What's coming up on Sunday night on Sports Plus? Okay, uh, a really heartfelt interview with Kelly Chase, who's battling leukemia, who's about as candid about the situation as you possibly can be. You will laugh, you will cry, you will be, uh, I think, enthralled by the interview. And then the other thing is, we're doing a piece on Irv Goody, who's a great football player with a big red, and he um, he's, he's battling some, some dementia issues right now, but the way he's battling it with dignity and, you know, the, the question is, was it all worth it? And we'll get into that whole thing, too. So I've got a lot of uh, probing stuff on Sunday night. Yeah, and I'm, I was not as up to speed on what's going on with, uh, with Chaser, but I guess there's a big charity game coming up called Puck Cancer, April 5th, Centene Center, proceeds benefiting the Sightman Cancer Center through the Jimmy V Foundation. So that's coming up, I'm guessing. You'll talk about that Sunday night. Yes, sir. Hey, Caitlin Clark is coming up, too, this weekend. Is she going to do it, Frank? Uh, well, the reason she made big news yesterday was she decided to go to the WNBA next year. She's going to put her name in the draft. And it's interesting because she's made 910000 this year at the University of Iowa. The salary she'll make in the WNBA as a rookie is 76000 Now, you could say, wait a minute, all these endorsements will go with her. I don't know if I like the idea. I think that if you've got a chance to come back and play another year and be almost a godlike figure where every place yeah. you go, that you, your people are waiting outside for two hours and you are the biggest thing in college basketball, male or female, as opposed to going into the WNBA where there hasn't been much interest, where the league loses about $10 million. I think I would have stayed in Iowa, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, because couldn't she have, I mean, I'm sure they, they did the math on this, but couldn't she have capitalized on some NIL stuff if she well, That's what she did to make 910000 this year. Yeah, that's, she, she's killing it with NIL, but I think maybe a lot of those NIL advertisers will probably go with her to the WNBA. Oh, I see what yeah. you're saying. Okay, yeah. I might have missed uh, a little bit of that. Frank, you have a great weekend, and we'll talk uh, on Monday afternoon. Sounds great. Take care. All right, take care. We are live at Incarnate Word. We have Congressman Ann Wagner in the house. Yes. Brad Young's going to drop by in the next hour as well. We have wonderful fish and gumbo as well. This is a beautiful, beautiful location wow. in Chesterfield. The fish I got a f at 4 o'clock. Come see us out here in Chesterfield. We have one more hour to go, including an audio cut of the day. Hang in there. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 